You've been here for two weeks every year for the last 10 years. Yeah, at least. I almost feel like sometimes we're on a foreign planet. You model DI Lab's values in our solutionology approach. Solutionology to me is the constant drive to do better, to focus on what's important and what really matters and where the gains can be made. I think people that look at us from the outside, they're like, man, all you do is work. But it's like, it's not work if you enjoy it this much. It's, there's no better, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than what we're doing because of the experience that we get from that. Solutionology is about being unyielding with perseverance to get to the solution. To not give up and to constantly drive for better. So even when we deliver 100%, I want to deliver 110 next time. And for me, the constraints of that project are the most important because that's what drives us to a solution. It's all about painting a picture and getting all the details in. How do we develop a tool that helps share our journey, educate others, and bring more light to the realities of additive manufacturing? The Solutionology Podcast. Welcome to the Solutionology Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be an interesting one. We've got a great guest. Uh, Justin's here joining us. And Justin's not a customer. He's not a supplier. He's not a team member. He's uh, actually much more than that. He's been uh, part of the team uh, with DI Labs since the very beginning in two-week segments every year. So it'll be an interesting uh, perspective uh, because he's seen so much and it's happened so quickly. So we're going to be talking to Justin about his experiences, uh, getting some feedback from him. And you know, this is really an inward look at DI Labs, uh, looking at us from the inside and also from an outsider you know, I don't want to call you an outsider, but like sort of from an outsider's perspective, someone who's not in the business every single day. So there'll be a great, great opportunity to share some of our culture and, and just the way that we operate. So welcome, Justin. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Carl. It's good to be here. It always starts off as a two-week segment, but uh, we find every way we can to drag that on to four, six weeks, whatever we can, because it's uh, it's always a pleasure to be working with Justin, to have you there with us problem-solving. It's just such a joy, because it's, it's part of our uh, core team and the way we do things. So, Justin, you're an, an, an airplane pilot, an aircraft pilot. And um, you've uh, been in the military, so you've uh, a service uh, serviceman. Uh, thank you for your service. And um, you also have a storied uh, professional history working with, in some cases, with Brian through various parts of your career uh, before we started DI Labs. And and then I'll let you uh, share a little bit more of it because there's a lot of history there. Yeah, Justin, uh, since we've met, we've always been pulling each other towards the other side as we've found opportunities and as we've found places to work. It's been fun to have that gravitational pull when things aren't going well for one of us. Uh, it's the other one pulling the other ahead. That's really cool. That's where uh, we've been able to learn so much from one another, help push each other forward. So that's been part of the journey of uh, how we got here. And what a journey it's been. Yeah. So you've been here literally since day one of of the endeavor that we kicked off. I remember you helping us uh, remodel the horse barn. The very first step was the cleansing. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I still remember the visual of you helping with that. But maybe you could share just a little bit about your background, your passions, and, and what you're doing uh, as your full-time job, non-DI Labs, full-time job yeah. these days. Uh, I'm a crop duster and agricultural aerial applicator. It's a really fun job. My dad does the same thing, and I grew up around it. 
my whole life. Took FFA in high school, got my, my basic shop skills there and on the farm that my parents have. That really set the foundation. FFA gave me the basis for, for some leadership uh, opportunities and training. The combination of that and uh, a hunger to learn, born of wanting to learn those shop skills and, and from my parents, really set the stage for who I turned into or who I think I turned into. Obviously, I chose to follow in dad's footsteps and pursue the flying. It's been incredibly rewarding. You could say it's like golf, I guess. You, you want to have every swing be the same, and every swing is a little bit different, and the nuance of those are what makes it tough. So it requires a lot of attention to the fine points and the fine details um, every minute of every day. And it's, it's exciting in that way. It's not just NASCAR-style flying left turns. You've had a, a really wide-ranging experience uh, before for your uh, joining the military, after mm-hmm. you joined the military, and before uh, you got your pilot's license and yeah. became. Um, so so what, what types of things have you explored in your career? Um, where did you find um, joy? Where did you find areas that weren't a fit for you? The senior year of high school after I graduated, I got what I would call an internship with the local machinist. We've got a lot of uh, natural gas-driven engine irrigation in our area, and so there's a local machine shop that services those engines and the pumps and everything else. I called down and asked if they needed a summer uh, employee, and they said yes, and that gave me the introduction to precision. Um, most of that machining was done to the nearest ten thousandth of an inch, so three zeros and a one potentially. That was where I got my first taste of like doing things right and paying really, really close attention to how it was done and the temperature it was done and if there was grit on the measurement tool. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I went to Colorado State for a year for mechanical engineering, and that was definitely not a good fit at that time in my life. I would love to go back and and learn some of that stuff, but it's more fun so far to learn on the fly than it is to sit down in the classroom again. Calculus just hurts. It hurts everybody. <laughs> it, it does. So after that year at Carta State, I got a job at a company called Firewall Forward in Loveland, Colorado, and applied some of that same engine knowledge I did, but this time to aircraft engines. I was working under someone else's AMP. I was not a, an aircraft mechanic in the legal sense, but uh, someone was supervising my work and checking everything. And, and I continued to learn more about how to repeatedly do things right. Knowing that those engines were going to go fly gave me good reason to make sure I did it right because I didn't want anything coming back on me or the person whose license I was working under or the business. I mean, there's many livelihoods riding on that. So Uh, when the economy downturned, I was one of the first laid off. I was uh, last in, first out, basically. I wound up working at Engel. Some point during during this, I had Brian get a job at Firewall, and he came and worked for a bit. Then he wound up getting a different job at a automotive place. When the economy was downturned, the the firewall forward was struggling to keep me on, and uh, some of the measures they were taking meant that I had to look for a different job. And Brian was kind enough to help me find that job at the place he was working. I picked up some extra hours there, and then when I was laid off from the aviation job, the the automotive full-time was not a good fit. I was not good as a full-time maintenance technician in that way. Just hammering stuff out. I was prone to overlooking things where I was so used to doing things with precision, I was also used to having time to make sure I did them right. And I, I couldn't translate that to the automotive stuff very well. So the output, the expectation was really high output. Yeah, the expectation was, was output with accuracy, but not being hyper accurate, which is I was used to fixating on making sure I got it right and doing it once and 
and saving time by not having to do it twice or triple check, double checking correctly instead of triple checking later was where I was saving time in the aviation world. I think through all those processes or, or all the opportunities that we've worked together, you're, you know, you said it, you've got a hunger to learn. And then you've, you've got a hyperfixation on high tolerance, high, pro, uh, high precision uh, operations. And what's been really neat is if you were to list out the pieces of equipment that you were trained on, you learned, and then you optimize through firewall forward and through your machining, any of your machining operations, I would guess that there's, uh, for those companies that you worked for, they were blown away by how quickly you expanded your capabilities in an area. And I remember very specifically when when you'd be grabbing pistons at Firewall Ford in preparation for having them set up for an engine, you'd weigh them two or three times and you'd have them balanced and set side by side. These go together. We can't mix them up. These pistons go with these cylinders, and we can't mix these up. And these rings, they have to all live with one another. It's like they're serialized in your mind. And you've you've carried that practice forward with everything you get into. Every piece of equipment that you touch, it's that same sort of um, precision and comprehension that you own, and that's that's magic. It sure is, and that's something that you know. Looking back at you're at DI Labs, essentially two weeks a year, mm-hmm. every year, and that's been a that's been a um, thing that we've had in place that you've been doing for how many years now? About 2014, that's... Well, 2013, excuse me. That's that's when it all kicked off, right? So the very beginnings. You've been here for two weeks every year for the last 10 years. Yeah, at least. Yeah, there was the summer of 17. I think I was here all summer. Yeah. That was wonderful. So we've had some special occasions where you've joined us for an extended period. Yes. Well, it, you know, thinking back to that and, and then how you've applied your experiences, it's like, so you've been here for a total of 20 weeks, mm-hmm. if I did the math right, 10 times 2. <laughs> Yeah, I can do the easy math, not the calculus. Right. So you've been here for 20 weeks, and the impact that you've had feels like multiples of that. Um, You come here every year. It's like without even missing a beat, you're back into the you're back into the mix again. You know, automating, uh, helping us automate some of our die operation, uh, uh, building out the uh, robot for the automation station, and you're able to step into those things, like. You know, like that. It's really special. It's like I, you know, I really wish that you were able to be on the team uh, all the time because it's such a joy working with you and just your tenacity, uh, desire to learn, and then um, optimization is like, you know, you are the perfect. You model DI Labs values in our solutionology approach. There's no doubt about it. I liken the the snapshots that I've had those those two weeks. I, I've called it to you guys before the two week effect. Um, it feels like I'm gone and I do all of the other stuff that I do throughout a year for when I come back, it feels like that's been two weeks. And so much has changed. I mean, sometimes the whole facility is different. Sometimes the the stuff that we're using, the machines and tools um, are completely gone. You've gone a generational leap ahead. That has been amazing to see, but there is consistency in it too. Each time I come back, I can expect to find you and your team collectively focused on the next set of goals, the next generation of goals. Um, how are we better serving customers? 
what are we doing for those customers? It started out with uh, D3D, I think was really my, my first involvement. It was produce these things to meet the campaign to send to the customer. And uh, it's grown so much since then to where the customer might not even know what they need and they can come to you and say, we think that this is what we need and you guys can derive a solution. And so it's a generational change each time I, I show up. And it's really exciting. It's in, intoxicating, might be the right word, like addictive to, to see how that has changed. And as much as I love my day job and flying and, and all that excitement and uh, you know protecting the world's food, fiber, and fuel, plug for in AAA there, I really wish that I, I had two of me that I could consolidate the brains and that I could stay at DI Labs all year because the stuff you guys work on, the stuff that I get to work on when I'm here is incredibly exciting to me. I have all this knowledge, this essentially fundamental machine knowledge, the foundation of precision and how to operate precision machines and how to uh, make something new. And then the, the methodology of doing all that repeatedly, I've been able to apply, like you said, to some of the stuff that I've come into. And it's really rewarding. I couldn't just walk into any job and be able to dive in and accomplish something right away. I can do that with you guys because of the culture that you set and because of the tools you provide and because of the learning you foster. Solutionology to me is, uh, it's like a hyper distilled, if you can imagine it, version of Lean Six Sigma, which I had just tangential exposure to. But the constant drive to do better, to focus on what's important and what really matters and where the gains can be made, and then to hone in on that and then execute. That, that is your solutionology. The customer might not even know what they need, and you're able to not just figure that out, but then drive them to success with it. And I get to watch that in two-week snapshots. I don't necessarily face those customers, but I see what's going on behind the scenes to make it happen, see the steps that are taken to make sure that it's attained, and the focus is incredible. It's really difficult to communicate the significance of what that means to others who haven't experienced it. And I almost feel like sometimes we're on a foreign planet. And I'd say it's a lot like your experience transitioning from the aircraft uh, mechanical um, me mechanical uh, focus to the automotive mechanical focus, where the aircraft, it's like time doesn't matter as much as precision. You know, we've lives matter here, and that's what matters. And then the automotive, it's like, let's just, let's just get them out the door as fast as possible. This is an assembly line. Get them out the door as fast as possible. If they have to come back, we'll do it again as fast as possible. We've got the time component, so we're working as, as fast as we can, but we're really uh, focused on the quality and attention to detail because that's what matters. And the feeling is that if we can do it right with focused on the solution, and do it reasonably fast, that's better than doing it too fast and then having to, to re rework something. And our father said, <laughs> if you can't afford to do it once, how are you going to afford to do it twice? <laughs> that's hammered into me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's yeah, Hammered is a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all those that are listening, not actually hammered. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some brute force. <laughs> So thinking about DI Labs and your experiences elsewhere in, in the professional world, uh, what, would you, what advice would you give to someone who was looking at DI Labs or for, you know, for anybody that thought they wanted to join the team, what advice would you give them? If they wanted to join the team, I would tell them to show up hungry and ready to learn. 
and ready to contribute, to have ideas, to share those ideas. I've voiced some things, and they haven't always been great ideas, but they might have spawned the next great idea. You know, change the way someone's thinking. Expedite the solutionology process, where instead of having with, I mentioned the Lean Six Sigma before, then my understanding is it's this very rote you know, running through the process, and then you repeat the process, and then you repeat the process. This is more like the hyper-expedited version, where you are brainstorming rapidly and thinking about the next thing, and then something sticks, and you run with it, and then someone else brings something up, and it's like, well, that's terrible, but that does make me think, and that's the next idea that sticks, and you just keep iterating until you have the solution. I think what's interesting about the way we approach what we do every day, regardless of what it is, is that we're always hungry. Uh, we're hungry at, at our jobs. We're hungry in our lives. We're hungry for knowledge and um, you know, being able to, to do something newer or better. And, and, and that's a distinction that, that's really important. It's like if you don't have this desire of hunger as, as part of your core being, it's going to be hard for you to switch that on when you come to work because it's just not part of who you are. And that's something that I really appreciate. I've always appreciated about you is just this desire, this hunger, this desire to learn and do better and be excellent. And, you know, it's what makes you a great pilot or what makes you a great team member at DI Labs. It's what makes you a great human. And, and you're always pushing for things to be better. It's not just a one-way street. It's just not us saying, do it this way, or what about this idea? It's the back and forth, because we change the way each other thinks. And then that's the evolution that occurs. Yes. That evolution of the way you think on the fly, that's, that's probably a better way to say what solutionology is to me. I think a lot of this stems back to in the way that uh, our families interact. You know, what what is... Uh, what is together time like for family growing up? And I know that every time that I would visit your family out on the farm, it's always about the project. M maybe I forced it, may maybe I didn't, <laughs> but it feels like there's always these projects to accomplish. And the best way for us to engage with one another, with your dad, with your mom, it's about taking on that project. Yeah. And it's like you get to work with someone else, you get to learn, yeah. you get to talk about the day, and that's the... It's kind of how we operate at DI, too. Yeah, we see the world, everybody sees the world differently, but we see the world differently with respect to how we look at our contributions in work, for example. Mm -hmm. And one of the main reasons that we started the business wasn't to do 3D printing. It probably really wasn't to do engineering. Those are things we are good at and we like doing, but it was so that we could be among peers who care who want to make a difference and can benefit, you know, can grow in knowledge. And, and that's why DI Labs exists. And it just so happens that we use that inner power, whatever it is, to do 3D printing and to do product development. But really, we exist so that we could be among team members like yourself, like Brian, who, who you know, we're in it to really learn and make a difference. We want to make something with a short time that we've got here. And not to get too philosophical, but that's really important. It's it's not to it's not to make money. That's a that, that's something that's fuel that has to drive the business forward. But that's not the end game for us. We're not here to have uh, fancy things. We're here to work with high performing individuals to to make a difference and have fun. You know, for, for me, people that um, I think people that look at us from the outside are like, man, all you do is work. 
but it's like it's not work if you enjoy it this much. It's there's so much learning that happens all the time that it's like you know I think your experience here you're having fun. This isn't a job that you're going to because you're looking to get paid. This is something that's an experience that's pretty special. And there are tough days at work sometimes, but man, there's like there's no better. There's nothing else I'd rather be doing than what we're doing because of the experience that we get from that. The, the chance to go and, and work with you guys and the rest of the team, uh, to interact with them, to see how they approach problems, what, what bothers them, and, and like you said, high-performing individuals, that's, that's exceptional. It is wonderful to work around a group of people who have distilled their surroundings to that point that it is just an absolute joy. Agreed. And that's a really long way of saying, um, uh, reflecting on what Brian said, and that is you make us better. Uh, that goes full circle. We all make each other better, but there's no doubt about it that you make us better. Thank you. Well, it really is. A, it's uh, always been a true pleasure um, having you join us for these two weeks every year for the last 10 years and look forward to that being many more years moving forward. And your contributions are significant. Your approach is uh, very special, and it's um, what you do matters. And uh, I appreciate you very much. So thank you for being a part of what we're doing. It's all the way back from the very beginning. Thank you for having me all these times and teaching and mentoring me along the way, giving me an opportunity to learn and, uh, and fostering the environment to do it in has been a real treat, and it's a privilege to know you both for it. And thank you for adopting us additional three brothers through Brian. <laughs> I couldn't think of better chosen family, not the least. There's no doubt that uh, all your efforts that you've put in, they've had a significant impact on the way we do business today. So it's like they're compounding and they continue to grow. And that's, that's part of the magic. You've left behind a, a legacy at DI Labs of the work that you've, you've done and put in. 